1: Likely. looks right fires a bomb down the right sideline. again for
0: you expect Caleb Barley um to go really early and Patrick Sertain the second to go early I think you're looking at the JC horn you know his his name around that spot
2: oh my God uh,
0: yeah I've, no the J- Jets get- just
2: hired Robert Sala.
0: There you go. So the jets, the jets
2: just hired Robert Sala. We just got that tweet. Uh, Let's go, Adam Schefter. Let's I've kind go. of, I've kind of
0: been alluding to this during the show. And, oh you know. my god.
2: <laughs> Let's yeah. go. Oh my god. Let's go. <laughs> oh, what a relief! So all those people that were tracking the flights that were supposed to land, because somebody I saw this on Twitter that there was like five flights from from Palm Beach going to Teeterboro. And does this mean that the Jets are going to land Robert Sala? Wow. What a time. I know we were talking about JC Horn, but what's been in that conversation. Connor was
1: like, why are you reacting like that to JC? I I know
2: I had to cut him off. Connor, your, your instant reaction to, to the Jets hiring Robert Sala.
0: I I mean, you know, if anyone just listened to this entire show and I hope you still released
2: it, I literally just said
0: both roads lead them to each other. So listen, it's a good move for the Jets. He has great energy. He is not just this big defense meathead. He's a smart guy. He's a level-headed guy. He's dying for a head coaching opportunity. And I think he's going to, he's going to be the right energy for the jets after the Adam Gase era. And as you could tell guys, I'm, tr- I'm trying to answer some people right now. Uh, so right. I'm sorry that I'm just like stumbling don't, around here.
2: Don't worry about it. We will, we'll let you go because I know I'm sure you're busy and you have a lot of stuff to do real quickly. The most important question, who can bench more are you or Robert Sala?
0: Oh, he could uh, outbench me. I mean, you <laughs> see the size of that dude? Like, I, although, I'll tell you, if you want to start spreading the rumors uh, that I could bench more than him so we can make it a segment somewhere, okay. start spreading those rumors. Um, but no, but seriously, yeah, he's he's a monster. And uh, we'll, now that he's coming to New Jersey, we'll, we'll figure it out.
2: We'll, oh my we'll gosh. figure it out. Oh, great vibes. I mean, I was really worried about the Jets missing out on Saul. I think he's the perfect guy. Michael and I have a, a reaction pod to break down. I'm not sure how we're going to edit this up, Connor, but we're going to get this out tomorrow. People will hear the instant reaction and your thoughts on, on the Jets draft and all the other coaching nonsense. <laughs> really appreciate you taking the time to join us. As I said, we'll let you go really quickly. Plug your stuff. Obviously, you do a lot of things with the Jets, the Mets, Bleacher Report. Uh, let our listeners know where they can find you.
0: Of course, guys. Yeah, a lot of exciting stuff coming to Bleacher Report, a lot of draft coverage stuff, you know, going to have a new show soon that I could talk more about uh, in a couple of weeks and and really excited about that and the three day draft coverage and everything we do at Badlands for the Jets, me and Joe Caparoso uh our show every week which you know now i have to do an instant reaction for that since we had to tear tear up the other
2: one so it's like the yeah, arms race we're gonna stuff. be trying to release ours at the same time you guys yeah. are using yours so
0: i mean yeah it's, it's <laughs> all right it'll be fun you know everybody got to hear my live reaction on here and uh you know you you guys do such a good job and i, I mean that because i really follow your guys work and and you guys are doing awesome and uh it's good to catch up and we'll do it again before the draft right
2: most definitely most de- we'll, we'll finish that uh that season topic about the draft and, and free agency and whatnot yeah no one cares about the yeah, jets yeah. second first round <laughs> pick anymore they're like i hey, haven't got a coach all right we both have instant uh reactions to do connor you're an inspiration to us both thank you so much for joining us we really appreciate you taking the time uh have a great one this is a great day to be a jets fan appreciate you guys take it easy see ya Michael, I guess we should just oh hop my right God. into the Instagram. I, I was
1: like, why, why are you saying, oh my God? I was like, what happened? Oh, I'm, oh and my. I was checking Twitter a lot, and then like that. I, freaking, I told, okay, oh so God. I sent, I have let's to give, go!
2: I have to give credit. Let's go. I have to give credit to Chris Mullen who's at uh, a fans take myj because he was t- DMing me this morning saying there are five flights leaving from Palm beach, going to Teterboro <laughs> airport. Two of the five are the same company oh that Robert Sala. I mean, he was doing all the flight tracking. And I was like, do you really think the jets are going to poach Salah before he goes to the chargers? And then I was like, well, you know, Rappaport just said that he's expected to go to LA and Schefter didn't say anything. I was like, it's unlikely, but I'll keep it. So I sent it over to Michael and Michael was like, Oh, I hopefully, and here we are at 1020 at night, recording a, a, a podcast to go up for tomorrow morning to, to give Jets fans some hope. We can pretty much throw half that podcast in the garbage. I think we're probably just going to start it with the instant reaction. Um, we're going to have to bring Connor on again.
1: We, my, we Michael started with this, but I think we can leave all that because he kind of just told the whole story. He, he, was, anyway. he built up to. There was a I climax know. there. <laughs> this is a, this is our best pod. Michael, ever.
2: Michael, your instant reaction. He was your top guy. I mean, he. We did the I'm head so coach high. rankings podcast. Oh my. I can't
1: Wait. believe it. I can't. We. I literally said when we talked about him on our podcast with Oscar. The first thing I said in the podcast was like, "He's my number one guy," but I don't. I think it's too good to be true. Like the Jets are not going to attract my number one guy maybe the number one guy as seen by the league but here we are oh my god
2: well, he, he just... was your number
1: guy he was your number one guy I mean for me he was number two behind Pat
2: Fitzgerald but as far as realistic options he was both of our number one guys break down what you love in Robert Solly you've done a lot of research on him the last few days uh, bring up the analytics the, bring up what he brings to the team as a leader bring up why was he your number one guy and why should Jets fans be absolutely stoked that they got this hire
1: yeah I, I mean, I think the the best way to put it is that he just has the best blend of raw coaching, the both the on field aspect and the off field aspect. I think he's the best blend of those two things. We know about his intensity. You see the pictures, you see coaches pulling at him from the sideline. You see veins popping out of his heads. You watch out of his head. you watch the interviews with him. He's as intense as it gets. So you know he brings that. But then on the field, his defense was outstanding in 2019. It was great this year, elite this year, top five to six with no Bosa, no Sherman, no Solomon Thomas, no D Ford, no DeForest Buckner, all those guys out, still an elite defense. And they progress year over year. He adjusts his scheme based on the strengths and weaknesses of his players. He adjusts his game plan every week based on the strengths of the opponent. Like Oscar broke down, he'll play cover four if they're playing a spread offense. He'll play cover one because that's their main strength. That's what they need to do. He is adaptable week to week. He changed their core philosophies and scheme based on the assistance they brought in. He's willing to change his philosophies and just the way they play football the way they play defense based on ideas other people give him he's does not have a big ego he's willing to change based on other people's ideas he seems like a guy who has the abilities to lead all three phases he's he's the complete package to me the most complete com- uh, package of all the candidates by far. So I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm so thrilled. Oh my gosh. I know
2: we were, we were originally big Arthur Smith fans, but after we did all those podcasts and specifically the one we recorded with Oscar, I mean, he is not just a meathead. He is not going to come in here uh, and, and be a a maniac and screaming on the sidelines. He's much more than that. He's first of all, he's an intelligent guy. I mean, he's, he's a brilliant defensive mind. Michael floor
1: is our offensive coordinator.
2: Wow. Wow. It's wow. all coming out at once. And Oscar told us that LaFleur would most likely be the offensive coordinator. Um, I'll ask you about LaFleur in a second, but with Sala, I mean, he's just an intelligent guy. His players love for him. His players want to run through a brick wall for him. He's a natural born leader. In my mind, he was the number one head coaching candidate in a lot of NFL circles. He was the number two coaching candidate behind Brian Dable. And the fact that the jets are in a position to land a guy like Sala really speaks volumes to Joe Douglas. I am, absolutely blown away and excited about uh, about this hire. Mike, what are your thoughts on, on the Jets' hire? Mike LaFleur, you did, a, you did an article the other day about the prospective um, uh, staffs that these guys could build. Um, what are your thoughts on LaFleur as an offensive coordinator? We obviously have to wait for the defensive coordinator and, and the rest of the staff to play out, but the uh, the Sal and LaFleur pairing is certainly the best, on the surface, the best coaching hire that the Jets have made in forever.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, this and this is a big part of it too. I didn't even mention that because I, I, this is who we assumed that we assumed they'd be getting one of the four or McDaniel, but this was a big part of the package too, because you know, look all things being equal. If you have two identical coaches, but one coach is offense and one coach is defense offense is probably slightly better. Quarterback is the most important position in the game and the coach, his coordinator, whoever's running that offense has a big part of his success. So all things being equal. Yeah. You would rather have an offensive guy. You would prefer to, So you can have that in place for your quarterback. So, but it's a slight advantage. A defensive guy can still be great. There are plenty of them in the league. So if if the Jets are in a position where
2: somebody wants to steal their offensive coordinator, because their offense is doing amazing, I will take that over sitting through 14 weeks of cheering for a loss
1: (laughs) and watching, seeing ghost games. If you're good enough to have your offensive coordinator get poached, your quarterback should be at the point where he'll still be good without him. I think that's the biggest thing, but this was another big plus of hiring solid that he would bring one of these guys with him. And now they have a young up and coming offensive coordinator who did a really good job of their passing game. The last two seasons, they were a top 10 passing attack in 2019 by DVOA with Garoppolo healthy this year. He was healthy for only six games. So you can't really judge them, but even, I mean, CJ Beathard had over a hundred passer rating over his two starts and the Niners were still in the top half of the league in both, in both total passing yards and net yards per passing attempt this season. Uh, they use a lot of play action. Jimmy Garoppolo was a top, top 10 in both play action frequency and yards per attempt on play action in each of the past two seasons. So just another bonus of hiring solid that makes him a complete candidate.
2: And, and to quote Christopher Johnson, he is coaching to where offense is going. I mean, I I will say that the the direction that LaFleur will take this offense um, hopefully will be into the 21st century as the Jets have not had an offense um, that produces like San Francisco or like LA or any of these Shanahan disciples have um, in a long, long time. I'm just so ecstatic um, with this news. And speaking of Christopher Johnson, Jets fans aren't going to want to hear this, but he deserves a lot of credit. He deserves a lot of credit for, first of all, getting Joe Douglas in the building, making that it was clumsy, but it was the right call to get McCagnan out of there and getting Joe Douglas and poning up the money to get Joe Douglas's guy in Robert Sala. I mean, he de- he deserves credit. I mean, the Jets—you can question, you can question the new uniforms, you can question uh, hiring Gase and the timing of the GM search and the fact that we're heading for an 0-16 season. But Christopher Johnson des- deserves a lot of credit, and I think he's going to earn himself a lot of goodwill um, with the fans. Michael, I I don't even know where to take this. Um, Obviously, uh, our instant reaction was live on the podcast. Um, uh, I'm absolutely ecstatic with the news. I don't think there's anything else to add for right now. We will obviously have plenty of other podcasts breaking down what this means for the draft and film podcasts. I'm sure we're going to have Oscar back on and other people to break down Salah and LaFleur and the rest of the staff. Absolutely ecstatic. Michael, anything else you want
1: to add before we get out of here? I don't know. I'm, I'm so, I'm so excited. It's, I'm so excited. It's an adrenaline. I can't, I can't even,
2: I can't even think of words. Makes it
1: even better. We thought we lost him yesterday. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. That so was good. You don't know what you it had. Like you it. it was like it was a good movie. It was like a good movie.
2: We had all the excitement and then we had the belly of the whale moment yesterday and now it's, it's the climax of the movie and the, and Robert Sala has stormed back into to Florham Park, New Jersey. Shout out to Bush boy camping outside of the Florham Park gates and getting live shots of Robert Sala, like a TMC photographer. Uh, I think he deserves a special shout out, but um, wow. An exciting time to be a jets fan. I mean, I think the last two years have just been so painful because you're in a position where it's like, Oh, this is not going to work out, but all right, we'll just cheer for the jets and gaze positivity. And we got to the point where we're talking about, okay, how long do we have to wait until he's fired or, or Sam Darnold, Adam Gase tied at the hip. We can throw all of that out. Robert Sala is a legit head coaching hire to be happy about. He will get the honeymoon grace period. I am absolutely thrilled with this hire. Um, you could follow let's us. At CYJ, go, I, let's I, go. I, I can't I'm even speak. I'm so excited. This you is, could, this is amazing. You can follow us at CYJ pod on Twitter. Tweet us your thoughts on Robert Saul as the head coach of the New York jets. That sounds crazy to say looking forward to the opening press conference. I doubt that he's going to snort crack beforehand and look like a maniac in the press conference. Um, you can follow Michael at Michael underscore Nanny and myself at Ben W. Blessington. Find our podcast, Rave Listen Podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Jets X Factor, the best place to go for Jets content. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast during an awful season and presumably knowing the Jets, more awful moments to come. But this is one of the few good ones. This is one of the rare moments where it's great to be a Jets fan. Savor it, enjoy it. Robert Sala is the new head coach. It's
1: hard going down again. And it's quitted Williams this time for the Jets. The middle in the air, picked off. Brian Poole to the end zone, touchdown. Hunter the beat, and the punter brings him down. Brayden Mann saved a touchdown most likely. Looks right, fires a bomb down the right sideline again for Nims. What a catch by Denzel Nims.